podcast with your host Jessica. Mm -hmm. It's all about third culture kids traveling abroad, working holidays, and exchange students. Um, today our guest is Maggie. Basically we're roommates. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about where you've just come back from? Well I recently I just came back from America, from Texas. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. And I've been in the States for nearly six months. I've stayed in North Dakota, and Texas, North Dakota um, for two months, and Texas for three months. Okay, North Dakota yeah. for two months. Yes. And Texas. So how far away it's are like they from each other? Very, very far away. Like the one is over here. It's close to Canada. North Dakota is pretty close to Canada. And it's freezing out there. And Texas, it's like right here. Mm -hmm. And super hard. Hot. Super hot. Hot. So it's total opposite. It's the opposite, yes. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. So was it just because of like job opportunities that made you go from one point to another? Yeah. Or? Okay. It's because of job. It's because of your job. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. So can you tell me um, why North Dakota? Why Texas? How did you get this opportunity? All right. So the reason I like I'm going to the States is because I have received my green card and like it's an opportunity for me to work in like I can work in the States and the reason and like we found North Dakota is because we I was uh, my dad he found like a restaurant it's owned by a Taiwanese and they're like hiring people it's like they have a new restaurant opening so they're like ha uh, hiring uh, people from Taiwan to work there mm -hmm. and Oh, that's how I get a I like I apply, and they were like, "Yeah, come, sure, we need people who can speak Chinese and also English, and we need somebody who can legally work in the states." Ah, okay. I guess that's what we'll touch on a little bit yeah. later. Yeah, it's a little bit of foreshadowing, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, can you tell me what was the process like from your dad telling you there was um, an opening? for a new restaurant mm -hmm. and then interviewing or applying how did you get that job at the restaurant I get, oh well that it's it's kind of like it's kind of weird because they didn't ask much they they don't even ask for like you know do you need to the working experience all i all i say is oh i i was a teacher and i have never had like serving experience before but they said oh just come we'll train you like you know, so I just basically gave my my picture, my a photo of me, and they're like, "Yes, you're hired. Come," and that's how I get my that's how I get my job. Yes. So you you got your job based on your appearance. By my appearance, and like they didn't even like check like how my like like my English ability. I guess they just kind of trust like you're a Taiwanese, whatever you said. Just come. I think they need a lot of people. I think they're like a shortage of things, shortage of people. That's why they don't really go through a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a restaurant, and you know, as soon as you are a person, you can work there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. So you you said that you were in North Dakota and then Texas. Yes. And you also found a job in Texas as a. As a, as a teacher before like a like a it's like a cram school but I feel like um, I'm kind of a little bit tired of like 
teaching kids. It's not like I don't like kids, but I've been teaching kids for nearly four years. Mm -hmm. So I wanna, you know, wanna change, wanna make a change. And that's why I said, okay, maybe I can go, you know, do something else. Mm -hmm. And restaurants ended up being like, it's a, it's a hard job, mm -hmm. but you can earn a lot as long as you work hard. Yeah. How? How do you make money from working in a restaurant? I, I wonder if there's a difference between cultures compared to working in a restaurant in Taiwan and working in America. Okay, so in America, you know, like a lot of, when you go to restaurants, you have to also pay tips. So basically servers um, live by tips. And it's different than in Taiwan because in Taiwan, like you just pay whatever you eat. You don't really have to pay extra like money to the server like who serves you. But America, like um, you have to like pay for your meal and you have to pay for like for the server, tip your server actually. You have to tip your server. If she did a, if she or he did a great job, you can like tip them whatever, like depends on your mood. Mm -hmm. And that's basically how we lived. And today if you, encounter like a customer who's generous you might end up like getting a $100 for a tip and then whoop, yeah it's like wow well we're on the topic of salary already right we're yeah. on the topic of money yes so do you feel comfortable telling me how much you made well yeah I mean it's not a secret but it's like mm, if you work hard like, because there is like different, like the restaurant that I work is like Chinese restaurant. Okay. And Chinese restaurant, like they provide you some of them, some of them, not all of them. I think like uh, right now, not many of them provide you living, but still there's some of them provide you for accommodation. So they'll provide you accommodation. And then like the basic salary you can earn is about like, if you work really, really hard, you can at least get 5,000 US dollars per month. Per month. Okay. Based on tips though. Okay. Yeah. But you have to work like work to death. Mm -hmm. Work to death. From Monday to Saturday or sometimes Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so basically you have to work your butt off. Yes. yes. You have to like work. No breaks. Breaks. You well, it really depends on the restaurant because some restaurants, like the owner. They won't. They won't let you take a break. They will not. They will not even let you sit down or you know take a take a drink, take water like a water break or anything. They'll just ask you to work, work, work. And when there's customers, it's you don't. You can't not really like rest peacefully or like um, relaxing. You will be like always like observing. Oh, observing. Oh, there's a customer. Or maybe you just grab a bite. Then you have to go. You have to go at, like oh, there's a customer. You know, so you have to always be kind of like at every beck and call. Whoever yes. calls you, you have to be able to serve them. Yeah. Right? So okay. it's like even though you have break time, but you still feel like I'm not on break. I'm like, mm. ah, yeah, you're so tense, very the whole tense. time. Yeah. So if you did have a lunch break, like how many minutes would you have? Well, for like, you, for yeah. me, mm, normally I will have like thirty minutes break, but. You should have like at least for an for like an hour, but normally you don't really. It really depends on you and depends on the boss and depends on your coworker too. 
if they're if you can rely on them sure like you can just go and then leave your customers to them and make sure that you take good care of them and because if you piss the customer off then bye-bye <laughs> no tips yes that's right uh-huh so you talk about co-workers yes what is your experience with your co-workers oh my gosh i have like tons of like because though like the people that I work with work with they're all like from different nationality there's indonesian people thai people filipino taiwanese chinese americans mm -hmm. so all races they're all yeah all races and mexican too and then you know and i'm the one like i because they don't they don't like they work it uh, like for the indonesian people they might work in the kitchen and servers, they work for the, um, like the front line. They will be mostly be natives, like native native people, and then yeah, and they have like language barrier. And I will have to be the one that have to do all the communication. But you're also Taiwanese. I know I'm Taiwanese, and <laughs> they don't let you know. They're it's very it's hilarious. Like the Indonesian people, they don't know how to speak Chinese. I mean, they don't know how to speak English, and like the servers, they don't know how to speak you know, Indonesian, and both of them were like, they were trying it's to communicate. They can't. Yeah. And they will be like, Maggie, come over here. Tell them no spice, no spicy things in there. Don't add vegetable. And you know, I am working also as a server and a translator. <laughs> yes. It's like, that's well, right. That's right. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't the best working experience. Well, I will say there's bittersweet, I guess, because, mm. you know, like, they're also like good, co like I have good co-workers, I make friends with them and it's, uh, you know, um, there's hard times too when it gets busy, you got really stressed out, especially your knees. Can you imagine like you can work, you can, you walk like that one boo in a small restaurant, 20,000 20, steps, yeah, 20,000 steps in that in a small restaurant per day, every day, and like non-stop. So it was pretty stressful yeah, to... Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. But you pushed through it. Oh yeah, uh -huh, for money. Yeah, for money. <laughs> yeah, for but money. what happened to all that money? We talked kind of behind the scenes about what yeah. happened to you while oh. you were in America? Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got robbed by the, basically. By, yeah, I got robbed by dentists because, like, you know, in the states, if you don't have health insurance, it's super expensive. Like, you go to the doctors. People would rather die than going to the doctors. Yeah, that's true. But for me, like, I was just going for like a, you know, dentist checkup, like, oh, there's something probably in my tooth. And then they just says, oh, you have cavity, which is, you know, I was like, I just checked like last month and how come I have cavities? So, but anyways, I listened to the doctor. I trusted, I trusted her since she is our own kind, so Asian, you know? And we speak the same language, not Taiwanese though. Mm -hmm. Yes, but um, and then when the bill comes out, I cried. <laughs> How much was it? Um, I, let's that was two thousand US dollars. So that yes. is equivalent to how much in Taiwan dollars? For how many cavities? For seven cavities. So every cavity was 
my I have no idea probably seven so one thousand something. I'm sorry, for I'm so bad at that. For per capita, yeah. I don't even know how much like they did, like when the bills come out. I was like, you don't even know how they calculate it. No, I don't even know. It's there's no detail like, and I don't even know which which tooth they did. All I know is like it's painful. It's so painful. And you cannot do the cavity like like when the dentist like you know they're gonna refill your I think they have to refill your cavity. Yes. You cannot do it at like all at once. You have to just do it separately. Yes. But they did it all at once, and they put the mayao. Gosh, on my mouth. It was like. Oh, so it was like local anesthesia. Yes. So bad. Like I feel like I'm like. Like a chipmunk. Yes, chipmunk. <laughs> like a chipmunk. Yeah. But you recovered and then you came back to Taiwan. No, I didn't recover. You it never was, recovered. I never recovered. It was, it was like, oh, it was like hell because it's like for me, for the first time, like when I bite things, it hurts so, so bad. I've never experienced having a toothache. And then once, like, um, like when she, when she finished like refilling all my teeth, I like start biting, like eating food, and I was like, "Ouch! It's so painful." So it hurt more than when it you hurt, went in. Yes, it hurt way more than I went in. Jeez. And all they said is, "I went back and I was like, why is it hurting so much?" Oh, 因为神经在修复，因为它淤青。I was like, "Huh? You got nerves can get bruises or something?" I'm like, "Um, that's not really convincing." And but you know. I trusted her. I gave her the benefit of doubt, and I go back like at least three or four times. Still not working. Still not like recovering. recovering. So that's why I decided. Okay, it's better for me to come back to Taiwan and check. Otherwise, it might cost even a lot more money. Mm, yeah, right. I don't want to die in the states. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's yeah. true. It's a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So so far, mm-hmm. weighing out the good and the bad, it seems like it's pretty balanced at the moment. <laughs> so let's uh, change the topic and talk a little bit about um, customers. Yeah. And tips. Yes. Let's go back to that a little bit. Right. So, how can you decipher how much you're going to make that day? Is there any kind of hint, or is there any kind of A judgment you can make based on people. Um. Well, basically, like we every restaurant have different rules. Like, you will have, you will basically you will have your own section. So when the customer walk in, like、uh, the manager will tell will put the customer to your section. So we take turns. But we mostly we take turns. But if, sometimes if you probably you don't want to take this customer, you know probably she doesn't. You know, a little bit handy. Then you you can either pass out to your colleagues or you can just skip. And、uh, I noticed that most of the servers they don't really like to serve teenagers because they eat a lot, but they don't tip a lot. But I do encounter some of the, like the、uh, like、uh, teenager customers. They tip to you a lot because they have no sense of like. The money. So sometimes, like I encounter like、uh, a junior high school student, they came into the restaurant without not without ordering anything. They just ordered like dessert mochi. Yes, the mochi dessert. It's like you can buy it in、uh, 
what's that? What's the uh, Target? You know the American. It's an American uh, store. You can buy that mochi in at Target like three dollars, but in in our restaurant it's like five dollars. They'll come in like at the same day, come in like ten times just to order mochi and just to tip me. <laughs> so funny. They tip me that day. They're and, angels. And they're <laughs> angels, and they. I think they tipped me for at least uh, $30 for that, like whole time. And then I was like, like in total, in total $30, $30, like just from serving them mochi. mochi. Yes. Just for, for, for the dessert. And they will come back. They're like, we're trying to break the record. See how many times they can come in to tip you. I'm like great. Well, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like you have to take turns. So, but you can also, um, you can request like, some customer like it's a regular like they come in they was like oh i want maggie to serve me mm -hmm. then you probably have to skip turns or it really depends on what the manager and the colleagues so it's yeah pretty free uh-huh so is there a culture between co-workers that become friends even after work um well hmm, my boss told me that he would never really become friends with co-workers but I think it's because we're in a different position because um, some of um, I never really think about that like that deep but because I feel like if we're working together I want to make it comfortable I don't want to be like hey you know listen to me or come on do this do that I, I like to work in an environment that's more chill yeah, but I've worked with like Chinese people and local people before. And with working with Chinese people, they basically don't talk at all. They're like so quiet. Silent. Silent. Like, hey, you try to like chat with them, they'll be like. <laughs> For everybody who's yeah. listening, just she's making a very like oh, plain face. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. what do you want from me? Kind of like that. And for me, I am a talkative person. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're working at, like under that kind of pressure, you need to talk. And what, like, what we like to talk about is always about the customer. We like to joke about the customer. Like, hey, look at that B4 table. That Karen grandma over there. Gosh, hard to deal with. Oh my God, that boy is flirting with me. Go, go, <laughs> go check on him. Something so it's like not that. even about like, it's not about gossiping about stupid things. It's not even gossiping about anything personal. Mm -hmm. It's just like based on how you feel. Yeah. And it's nothing offensive, right? Mm -hmm. It's nothing like you're trying to attack somebody. It's just like basically, like you said, a caring grandma. Mm -hmm. That is a characteristic. Yes. And um, the guy's flirting with you. Mm -hmm. Of course, nobody wants to deal with that, right? right? So sometimes you do need a coworker that can like support you and yes. like kind of chime in and see how well you're doing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about something a little bit sensitive. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are not comfortable talking about. Yes. And um, you know, I think that talking about this topic is not to point fingers or to um, judge in any way. I think it's just a topic mm -hmm. to be talked about. So let's talk a little bit about racism. Is it real? I personally experienced it very much when I grew up in the States. That's probably the main reason why I moved back to Taiwan. But what about you? Oh, definitely. Every day. Every, every day. day. Every day, yeah. 
So, speaking of the racist system, like, so, because I'm the server, I'm the server. So sometimes when you're at like asking, uh, the, when the customer is like asking you questions, sometimes you might not be, because uh, since English is not my mother language, and I got nervous, you know, first day or something, and sometimes they will have like one like special requestment. Like I want to add something something special sauce on my meal, and I I have no idea what that is. So I'll be like, excuse me. Oh, there is a funny joke. Um, we have this thing called a uh, Cajun spice. Cajun spice. Okay. So I have no idea what Cajun spice is. Cajun, like K-A-S-I-A-S. It's C-A-J something. Cajun. Oh. Cajun spice. They they add it on like the fried chicken because we have fried chicken in our restaurant. And then, so there is a god or a dude. His accent like. No offense, but really, I can't. He can't, it's too strong. It's too strong. I don't. He was saying, "I want a Caucasian chicken." I was like, "Caucasian? <laughs> what is Caucasian chicken?" I was like, "It's white, white chicken." And I was like, "Boy, what is Caucasian?" I was like, "You want Caucasian chicken? Caucasian?" And I was like, "So there's a black chicken and Caucasian chicken or Asian chicken or something?" And I went to ask my coworker, and my coworker was like. Does he mean Cajun chicken or something? And I was like, I have no idea. So that's when I'm like, okay, the customer, they don't understand. And they'll be like, can you ask somebody who speaks English here? You're like, I speak English. Yeah. It's your accents that's giving me a hard time. Right. Or sometimes they'll be like, um, when I'm walking around, they'll be like, hey, come here. That Asian, come over here. I oh yeah. They call, you that they call me instead of like my name. They're like, oh that Asian, like Asian, come here, come here. I'm like, where are you from? Um, I'm from Taiwan. Oh hi Taiwan, something like that. Stupid customers, and or sometimes like uh, I've also experienced like uh, like when they order like the things that they want, and then when we bring bring out the stuffs, and they'll be like, I didn't order this. It must be because you don't speak the language or you don't you're not listening carefully. It's okay because I guess, I guess like your English is not good enough, so you know you have to take care of this, and I'm not gonna pay for this all the so time. So they take you for granted. They take me for granted, or but then I learned how to be smart. I learned to be smart is uh, when every time I'm doing ordering, I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm new here. I my English is bad. I don't speak good English. Can you be easy on me? And most of the time, they'll take it easy on me, and I'll like. Thank you, you know, and then sometimes they'll even give me extra tips or be like, "Oh, you're working so hard. It's okay, it's okay." So it really depends. And some of them will be like, "Gosh, why do you work? Why are like, you here? Why are you here if you can't speak good English? If you're not, you know, if you can't speak English, I'm like, Duh, I'm here to learn English. That's why." <laughs> but it's stepping out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So it feels like the scale is. Way heavy on the bad side. Uh -huh. Let's talk about something good then. Yeah. It out. So, what is a positive of working in America? Anything that left a deep impression on you? Uh -huh. Anything that kept you motivated? Anything comparing to Taiwan that you felt was enjoyable in the states? Enjoyable. Okay. I think 
the most enjoyable thing of uh, I must say is when you see the tips when they're like it's like <laughs> oh, oh yeah, money. the money <laughs> to be honestly like if if it's not for the money I wouldn't be in the states because mm. it's easier if you work hard you get paid like you know like you get paid reasonably mm. comparing to Taiwan you have to probably work like double hard. And you might not as get as much as you can earn, like just like working in the states. That's why you know you will see a lot of people they want to migrate to the states. It's not because of it's how great America is. It's because for the money. For the money. It's really for the money. And for me, that's the motive that makes me want to stay. Because every day, look when you look at the tips, you'll be like, oh, great, I'm earning, I'm earning. Yes, it's getting, yeah, it's getting there, it's getting there. And then you like it. Um, you will. You, I like, especially personally. I personally like uh, when customer tips me in cash, because I can keep it in my own pocket. And then you, I will like. I have this habit of collecting like all the cash. And when it's become like when it goes to a hundred, I like to change it to like hundred dollar bill. And you'll just see. Ooh, today I got at least two hundred, three hundred, five five hundred or something. And then that's keeps me from like you know working by saving money. That's another thing, and also making friends there. American people, some people think some most people will have like a stereotype of saying like they're fake because they will be like oh yeah yeah yeah, but you know they're like overly friendly. Yeah, overly friendly. How are you today? Or they don't really care about how are you today. Yeah. They just like how are you? Yeah. That's it. But I've met some like really really. Nice people, like sincere people, really sincere, and they're they're so nice that I feel like, wow, how do I deserve to have them like being so nice to me? It's like I I also make a friend, but just like they she came to um have a sushi only, and we just chat. I literally didn't do anything to her. I just like introduced like, oh, okay, this is what we have, and you know and basic. the basic and then she is so nice to me and she's like wow where are you from and we start talking and she just like well can we be friends i was like wow okay sure so mm-hmm. strangers to friends yes is very easy it's much easier like because you know in taiwan you don't chat to your customers right you basically just leave them alone but in america it's totally opposite The more you chat, the more you engage with the customer, the more tips you get. So you know you have to basically just like um, be friends with your customer, mm-hmm. but you have to observe because some customers they like you, to, they want you to, you know, they want to have them leave them alone. They want to have personal space, but some of them they like to just chat and chat and oh, ask you a lot of a lot of things, personal and, questions. Yeah, like hey, how long have you been here? Do you have a boyfriend? Oh. <laughs> Three grandsons. Would you like to check on them or like some stupid questions like that? But most of them, like they're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems like to earn more, you have to be friendlier. Yes. But at the same time, it's not like they have the intention of like, oh, if you serve me to the best of your ability. Then I'm going to give you the highest tip. Oh no! Sometimes it's it's a meaning of balance. Right. Don't be too friendly, but don't be too rude. Don't be too close, but don't do be distant. Don't be too distant, and don't overstep. 
but don't not do enough. Yeah. So it's like it's very difficult. It is. Mm. It is because, like you know, you don't know the balance. Like, should you know, like when you feel uncomfortable, but at the same time you cannot really you know say something because you know that you're gonna ruin the tips. Like I've encountered like customers like, oh, can you give me a fork? Giving them the fork. Can you give me a spoon? It's like why don't you ask why me at this? once? Why? <laughs> yes, or like, I want a Coke. Oh, I don't like this. Can you change it to Sprite? Can you change it to hot tea? Can you, like those needy customers? Or I have to like uh, ask them to wait. And they're like. Can you, can you, can you, can you, like, ugh. Yeah, it's, it's very overwhelming. You cannot say, shut up, but you have to be like, wait, wait. Right. Yeah. I guess that's the difference also in Taiwan. Because oh. in Taiwan, it's like nobody gets tips. So the service is pretty, I want to say pretty much the same mm -hmm. wherever you go. Mm -hmm. I think it's much more of a system that people can become accustomed to mm -hmm. because they no longer need to think about what can I do to get more money yes it's kind of like this is my salary mm -hmm. I know what I've signed up for right and you as a customer know what you signed up for because this is the price right and if you pay for this price this is the service you get right, right? so it's it's extremely different it is yeah is there anything else that comes to mind when you think back on your experience in America? Anything that is kind of deep in your memory that maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, maybe you would want the viewers to know about and what would you warn them? <sighs> well, my experience like like it will probably be like uh, since I've never had like working experience, I mean like working experience in, in Taiwan. So when I was when I was in the states, like it's my first time stepped into this kind of like in industry, and I, w I was hoping like some people like someone there can teach me how to do these things. You have to like I want somebody who can train me, but some restaurants they don't like the first restaurant that I work. Like, they literally don't train you anything. They didn't even, like, tell you about what they sell in the restaurant or what the, like, the ingredients. Basically, you just have to learn it by doing it. And sometimes you get, you got, like, pissed, like, you, this is your restaurant. How come you didn't know, like, what you're selling? Or, like, and that, that's the thing that, because I'm a person, like, I want to know everything before I do you know, do things. So that's the thing that pretty upset me. I feel like I don't get a proper training. And You're like left on the side. Yeah, and I have to like, you know, be creative or be more like, um, like, you know, like tell the customer, oh, we don't have this, probably we can have this, I'm sorry or something. Like, but it's an also a new, like it's also experience. Like you, you kind of like um, learn and you learn fast by just watching whatever, what, like, what people were doing. And I've never been the server in Taiwan before, but it's pretty, it's a pretty common like job for the Americans. Like they're like, when you ask a lot of Americans, like their first job is always like the serving. So yeah. And it makes you tough. 
Yes. I think it makes you very tough. It, right. it builds up a lot of character. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not an easy job to have. It's not. Like, sometimes you just have to just put on a smile and go for it. Yeah.